Shalom Aleichem, this is Rabbi Kovacs. It is the eighth day of Elul, and we're in chapter four of Rosh Hashanah, Mishnah four, so that's appropriate. That's Erev Shabbos Ki and Mishnah Dalet picks up Barishona. Originally, Hayu Mikhoblin Eidu Techodesh Kol Hayom. We would accept the witnesses to come in and tell the court that they saw the new moon for the entire day. Pam Achat Nishtahu Eidim Milavo. One time, they were waiting on the Edim. They were pretty sure there weren't witnesses out there that had seen the new moon, but the witnesses were slow in coming. They didn't come until after Mincha time. And the Levim didn't know what song to sing in the temple, in the base of Mikdash. They have to sing the song of the day in the afternoon, and they were not sure if it was Rosh Hodesh or not. There's actually an amazing, in the Gemara, there's an amazing machlokis, was the mistake the Levim made to not sing any song or to sing the wrong song. And sometimes, sometimes in life, you know, we're, we're in a dilemma, is it better to say nothing or is it better to say something even though you might be wrong? So that's, that's, a, that's a Gemara. That's, that's based on this Mishnah. So in response to this delay, So they made it to Kana. We're only going to accept witnesses that today is Rosh Chodesh until Mencha time. So we don't have Levim messing up the song in the base of Mikdash. If witnesses came from Mincha time and onward, so they would treat that current day as Rosh Chodesh, and the next day also as Rosh Chodesh. So really, if they had followed the original system, these witnesses would be accepted, and they would declare that day to be Rosh Chodesh, or Rosh Hashanah, if it's the 30th day of Elul already. But since it happened that there were delays and confusion, they would treat both days as Kodesh, even though really, if they had accepted the testimony, just the first day would be Kodesh, not the next day. Now, this is why we have a two-day Rosh Hashanah, even in Eretz Yisrael, even in Israel. They keep two days of Rosh Hashanah based on this very Mishnah. It was an actual event that happened, that there was uncertainty about Rosh Hashanah. The witnesses were coming late in the day, and they said, from now on, we're treating both days as Rosh Hashanah. So Mishnah continues, Mishachar of Beit HaMikdash, after the destruction of the temple, Hitkin Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, Rabbi Yochanan made a tekona, she'emekablin edu tekodesh kol hayom. That now, outside of the temple, we're not worried about Levim uh, singing the wrong song or not singing any song at all, uh, out, of, out of confusion, out of not knowing if it's Rosh Chodesh yet. So if they're just coming to Yavne or the Sanhedrin, wherever it is, to testify, then we're going to allow them to come all day. I'm Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha, Rabbi Yeshua says, Ve'odzot, Hitkin Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, and also this, Rabbi Yochanan made a takana, She'afilu Rosh Beit Din Bekol Makam. Even if the head of the Bezdin, the president of the court, is anywhere, even if he's somewhere else, he's not in the Sanhedrin, he's not with the rest of the court. Shelo Yehu Ha'edim Holchin Ele Makam Havad. That the witnesses only have to go to the normal place of meeting, where the rest of the court is. So if the chief, the president, the presiding judge of the court is on vacation, or he's in a different city, he's attending official business, it doesn't matter where it is, the witnesses should always go where the court is, even if the Rosh Betin isn't there, the rest of the court can still proclaim the month Rosh Chodesh. Now Mishnah Hay is a big change of pace. We're going to talk about the blessings we recite during the Rosh Hashanah davening, during our prayers. This is relevant because the shofar is blown uh, before Musaf, and actually during Musaf prayer as well. 
So we need to know where that takes place and which brachot we're saying before and after and during the shofar uh, mitzvah. Seder brachot, Mishnahei, the order of the blessings. Omer avot, gvurot, kedushat Hashem. We say the blessing of avot, the magen Avraham, we're all familiar with. The gvurot is mechaye mesim, because the greatest power that Hashem displays is going to be the resurrection of the dead. Um, the Kedushat Hashem is the holiness of his name. We say HaKela Kadosh or HaMelech HaKadosh and Rosh Hashanah. V'cholel Malchiot Imahem. And you add passages about kingship, about Hashem being our king with these blessings in the blessing of Kedusha. V'enotokeah. But you don't blow the shofar at this point during the Kedusha and the, the, the psukim about Malchiot, about kingship. Kedushat Hashem v'tokeya. You say the blessing of the holiness of this day, about the sanctity of Rosh Hashanah itself, and then you blow the shofar. Zichronot, you say the blessing about remembrances. We have various verses in that blessing about how Hashem remembers uh, Jews in, in times of distress, remembers women who need children and everything. V'tokeya, and we blow the shofar after this blessing. Shofarot, we say a blessing about Shofarot as a separate blessing, mentioning that Hashem gave us the mitzvah, and speaking about this, V'tokeh, and we blow Shofar after this. Omer Avoda, and then we say the the concluding blessings, the blessing of Avoda about the temple service. Bir Hoda, the blessing of Hoda, where we have the famous Modim Durabanan, where we we all say Modim, while the Chazan is saying Modim, that's Hoda, is giving thanks, and Modim is acknowledging and thanking. Birkat Kohanim, and the blessing that the Kohanim come up and bless the entire congregation. And this this is also related to Sim Shalom, because Sim Shalom, the last blessing about peace, that Birkat Kohanim is, uh, they're commanded to bless Am Yisrael by Yechsem Lucha Shalom, they grant us peace, and then the Chazan concludes with the um, with the Sim Shalom, the final bracha in our Amidah, in our Shemona Israel. Divrei Yochanan ben Nuri. Now, this is the version, the order, the seder, according to Yochanan ben Nuri. Amr Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva told him, Im lama hu He said, listen, you say we have malchiot, uh, verses about kingship in, in, you know, in Kadosh, 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 in the Kedusha blessing. So why don't you blow the shofar there? Why, why are you having these extra verses in the davening if you're not going to have shofar then? You say the first three blessings like we say every single day in a normal davening. And you put in the verses of kingship in the blessing that's specific to Rosh Hashanah. You blow the shofar then. The verses about Hashem remembering Am Yisrael and you blow the shofar then. Shofarot, the blessing about shofar. And you blow the shofar then as well. And then the final three blessings are the same, the ones we have every day. The blessing on the Avodah, on the, on the temple service, so Hodah, Modim, and Birkat Kohanim, which of course includes Sim Shalom. It's all about peace. And we'll see soon, in less than a month, that Halacha we do hold like Rabbi Akiva here. Yeshar Kochachem, and good Shabbos, Shabbat Shalom. Shalom Aleichem, this is Rabbi Kovacs. It is the eighth day of Elul, and we're in chapter four of Rosh Hashanah, Mishnah four, so that's appropriate. That's Erev Shabbos Ki and Mishnah Dalit picks up Barishona originally. We would accept the witnesses to come in and tell the court that they saw the new moon for the entire day. One time, 
they were waiting on the Edim. They were pretty sure there weren't witnesses out there that had seen the new moon, but the witnesses were slow in coming. They didn't come until after Mincha time. And the Levim didn't know what song to sing in the temple, in the base of Mikdash. They have to sing the song of the day in the afternoon, and they were not sure if it was Rosh Hodesh or not. It's actually an amazing, in the Gemara, there's an amazing machlokis. Was the mistake the Levim made to not sing any song or to sing the wrong song? And sometimes, sometimes in life, you know, we're, we're in a dilemma. Is it better to say nothing or is it better to say something even though you might be wrong? So that's, that's, a, that's a Gemara. That's, that's based on this Mishnah. So in response to this delay, hitkinu shaloyu mekablin ela adamincha. So they made a Takana, we're only going to accept witnesses that today is Rosh Chodesh until Mencha time, so we don't have Levim messing up the song in the base of Mikdash. If witnesses came from Mincha time and onward, so they would treat that current day as Rosh Chodesh and the next day also as Rosh Chodesh. So really, if they had followed the original system, these witnesses would be accepted and they would declare that day to be Rosh Chodesh or Rosh Hashanah, if it's the 30th day of Elul already. But since it happened that there were delays and confusion, they would treat both days as Kodesh, even though really, if they had accepted the testimony, just the first day would be Kodesh, not the next day. Now, this is why we have a two-day Rosh Hashanah even in Eretz Yisrael, even in Israel. They keep two days of Rosh Hashanah based on this very Mishnah. It was an actual event that happened, that there was uncertainty about Rosh Hashanah. The witnesses were coming late in the day, and they said, from now on, we're treating both days as Rosh Hashanah. So Mishnah continues, Mishachar of Beit HaMikdash, after the destruction of the temple, Hitkin Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, Rabbi Yochanan made a takana, she mekablin edu takodesh kol hayom, that now outside of the temple, we're not worried about Levim, uh, singing the wrong song or not singing any song at all, uh, out of out of confusion, out of not knowing if it's Rosh Chodesh yet. So if they're just coming to Yavne or the Sanhedrin, wherever it is, to testify, then we're going to allow them to come all day. I'm Rabbi Shua ben Karcha. Rabbi Shua says, Ve'odzot hitkin Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. And also this, Rabbi, Yo- Rabbi Yochanan made a takana, She'afilu Rosh Beit Din Bekol Makam. Even if the head of the Bezdin, the president of the court, is anywhere, even if he's somewhere else, he's not in the Sanhedrin, he's not with the rest of the court. That the witnesses only have to go to the normal place of meeting, where the rest of the court is. So if the chief, the president, the presiding judge of the court is on vacation, or he's in a different city, he's attending official business, it doesn't matter where it is, the witnesses should always go where the court is, even if the Rosh Betin isn't there, the rest of the court can still proclaim the month Rosh Chodesh. Now, Mishnah Hay is a big change of pace. We're going to talk about the blessings we recite during the Rosh Hashanah davening, during our prayers. This is relevant because the shofar is blown uh, before Musaf, and actually during Musaf prayer as well, so we need to know where that takes place and which brachot we're saying before and after and during the shofar uh, mitzvah. Seder brachot, Mishnah hey, the order of the blessings. Omer avot, ugvurot, kedushat Hashem. We say the blessing of avot, the magen Avraham we're all familiar with. The gvurot is machaye mesim because the greatest power that Hashem displays is going to be the resurrection of the dead. Um, the... Uh, 
the Kedushat Hashem is the holiness of his name. We say HaKela Kadosh or HaMelech HaKadosh and Rosh Hashanah. V'cholil Malchiot Imahem. And you add passages about kingship, about Hashem being our king with these blessings in the blessing of Kedusha. But you don't blow the shofar at this point during the Kedusha and the, the, the psukim about Malchus, about kingship. Kedusha Tashem Vitokea. You say the blessing of the holiness of this day, about the sanctity of Rosh Hashanah itself, and then you blow the shofar. Zichronot, you say the blessing about remembrances. We have various verses in that blessing about how Hashem remembers uh, Jews in, in times of distress, remembers women who need children and everything. Vitokea, and we blow the shofar after this blessing. Shofarot, we say a blessing about Shofarot as a separate blessing, mentioning that Hashem gave us the mitzvah, and speaking about this, Vitokea, and we blow Shofar after this. Omer Avoda, and then we say the the concluding blessings, the blessing of Avoda about the temple service, uh, Hoda, the blessing of Hoda, where we have the famous Modim Durabanan, where we, we all say Modim, well, the Chazan is saying Modim, that's Hoda, is giving thanks, and Modim is acknowledging and thanking. Birkat Kohanim, and the blessing that the Kohanim come up and bless the entire congregation. And this this is also related to Sim Shalom, because Sim Shalom, the last blessing about peace, that Birkat Kohanim is, uh, they're commanded to bless Am Yisrael by Yechsem Lucha Shalom, they grant us peace, and then the Chazan concludes with the um, with the Sim Shalom, the final bracha in our Amidah, in our Shemona Israel. Divrei Yochanan ben Nuri. Now this is the version, the order, the seder according to Yochanan ben Nuri. Amr le Yekiva, Yekiva told him, "Im eno tukela malchiot, lama hu maskir." He said, "Listen, you say we have malchiot uh, verses about kingship in, in you know in kadosh 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 in the kedusha blessing. So why don't you blow the shofar there? Why, why are you having these extra verses in the davening if you're not going to have shofar then?" You say the first three blessings like we say every single day in a normal davening. And you put in the verses of kingship in the blessing that's specific to Rosh Hashanah. And you blow the shofar then. The verses about Hashem remembering Am Yisrael. And you blow the shofar then. The blessing about shofar. And you blow the shofar then as well. And then the final three blessings are the same, the ones we have every day. The blessing on the Avodah, on the, on the temple service, so Hodah, Modim, and Birkat Kohanim, which of course includes Sim Shalom. It's all about peace. And we'll see soon, in less than a month, that Halacha we do hold like Rabbi Akiva here. Yeshua Kochachem, and good Shabbos, Shabbat Shalom.